Schmelet fought harder, worked longer and cared more about her career than most in her field. And why? Well, she's a woman in an industry surrounded by men. And yes, you are probably tired of hearing that. But it's a message that, until it sinks in and the bias stops, will continue to spread. And if, like me, you're interested in finding out what being surrounded by the opposite sex, being unfairly judged, or want to know what the insecurity of not wishing to be picked just because you dig a box is like, well then listen to this, because I can promise you after that, your perspective might just change. It's, yeah, the, the change is insane, because suddenly you click. Like, you sort of feel like you've been sleepwalking a little bit, then you, you go into an environment where people think the same and have the same passion as you, and you're like, oh, this is what it was like to maybe have gone to, you know, to a school where there were a mix of, not that I'm saying it's gender-specific, but with a private school, I think you just get a certain sort of range of people that maybe might not be into this sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah going into uni and having... It was literally a room full of guys. I think there were four girls and there were about 120 guys, I think. It was a big course. Yeah. Um, it was daunting, but it was amazing just to go in and go, let's just talk about cars. What's your favourite car? And everyone just knew what they were going on about. It was, um, yeah, it was probably the best four years of education I've had. Yeah. And so, so how did that transition then? Because if you're... Again, it's still. I mean, it's still four girls in, in a room of 120 guys. So, did did that? Did you? Did you? As a, I don't know, as as a female collective, did you grow? Did you grow a relationship with with them? And it, are you still in contact with them? Or was it like a was it more of a competition sort of thing? It kind of no, we kind of got on. Um, it's a hard one with females, and I don't like to, it's 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 difficult for people to not take it the wrong way. But you almost feel like you're in competition because. It's a small group of girls and you all get your backs up because it's kind of like, oh, well, if there's a small minority of us, then you kind of want to be the person that stands out, mm. which is, I guess, a wrong way of looking at it. You shouldn't. But naturally, I think instinctively, I think times are changing. But even, you know, 10 years ago, that's what it felt like. Um, I don't speak to any of them anymore, actually. Um, I think a few of them went into uh, boat design, um I think a couple of them did sort of something to do with all the computer-aided modelling, hmm. um, but a couple of them didn't didn't go into it. So I don't actually, I don't actually talk to any of them. The guys, yeah, <laughs> speak to most of the guys, but n- none of the females, strangely enough. Uh, that's interesting because it's just one of those things where, like, it, it just it's weird because it is such a male-dominated career path, isn't it? It's, it's one of those things where I've spoken to to um, people on the podcast before, and they go, "Yeah, they are female." They go, "Yeah, there's no one that looks like me. There's no one that's my gender. There's no one that." That understands like that side of it and it's it's interesting so when you when you found a job and you were looking for a job in automotive design like how was the interview process and what was it like for you what was your experience of it it was tough because you feel as though you almost have to prove yourself double fold to a, to to male mm. um because you don't want to be employed and again, this is going to sound awful, but it's just the way it works. You don't want to be employed because you tick a box of, oh, well, great. There's not many females, so we'll take them. Um, because I went into the clay modelling side of automotive design, I think I felt better in the sense where you have to prove a skill. Mm. You have to prove it on a job with a team of people. Um, and if you're no good at it, they'll be able to tell straight away. So the the pro, the process I went through actually after uni was that we were 
um, given an opportunity to do like a three month academy. So you go to this academy um, and they sort of teach you the basics of hard modeling as well as clay modeling, just so you kind of have the know-how of being able to go and do whatever it is on your own yeah. and not be sort of not have to have help for it. So that was a good three months um, just to get your head around it. And that really helped me when I applied for uh, the Jaguar Land Rover position as a clay modeler, because you were able to confidently talk about um, what you knew and you could actually show what you've done. Um, yeah. So the process for, get, for getting the actual job for me, um, I think I was quite lucky in that sense because I felt confident enough to be able to say, yeah, I can, I can prove myself just as well as as a guy could in the situation. Thanks so much for getting to the end of the episode. If you enjoyed this, Shamila's information will be down in the show notes below. You can find more about her and also listen to the full episode. And if you enjoyed the podcast, I might just ask that you rate and review the podcast on this app. It really helps and gets us found by more and more people. And after all, that's the only way I'm going to get to the number one automotive and motorsport podcast in the world. Is that we all pitch in together and make it happen. So, thanks for listening.